We'll bring in Mark McKinnon now, who is a, a longtime uh, figure on the national political stage, uh, was, a, was a Democratic operative. And then uh, when he met George Bush in, in leading up to 2000, uh, kind of switched parties, switched affiliations and started working with uh, guys like George W. Bush and then John McCain for a while, is now one of the co-hosts on Showtime's fabulous program, The Circus. Uh, Mark joins us from uh, Blue River, Colorado, where it's early and 10,000 feet above sea level. Uh, Mark, good morning. Uh, how, how's, uh, how's the rarefied air? Uh, it's, uh, it's cool and clean and, uh, it's, 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 it's high, but we're getting some oxygen to our brains. It's okay. All the oxygen is the, the better. So we've been talking this morning, Mark, about, uh, what led to a Republican party that, that hardly resembles the one that, you know, you, you remember from the, the eighties and nineties or, or even, you know, the, the George W. Bush days. In yep. your opinion, where did how did we get here? Well, it, it will be writing books about this uh, for years to come, uh, and we could do hours uh, of a program on it. But I'll give you the short version, which is, you know, I, I crossed the bridge, as you mentioned, be, because George Bush had a message message about compassionate conservatism, which really appealed to me. And for other you know people who were kind of in the ideological center of politics, uh, but then that that morphed and the Tea Party moved in and uh, it got angry and bitter and partisan. And that and George, and Newt Gingrich kind of led that charge. I think you can really trace a lot of this back to Newt Gingrich, uh, who kind of, you know, charged the gates and then uh, kind of broke down the gates um, with the pitchforks of the Tea Party. Uh, but that all that all created and softened the terrain for somebody to take advantage of it, like Trump. And the 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 danger and the problem, a big part of it, I believe, is that you have a party in which um, the every, it's clawing its way to the bottom. And the bottom includes uh, especially, of course, the notion uh, that uh, that the 2020 election uh, was stolen um, and the problem that we're seeing. And of course, we know, of course, that there's absolutely no evidence for that, despite millions of dollars of lawsuits and audits and uh, paid for by Republicans. There's just despite everything that they've done, there is zero evidence that there was any fraud. In fact, in some cases, just the opposite that Joe Biden had even more votes like in the Arizona audit. But the problem is that, uh, as we saw in just the elections last week, that in Arizona, for example, the the whole slate, including the gubernatorial candidate uh, in the Republican Party, Kerry Lake, is a complete uh, election denier. And um, uh, so she the Republican Party these days you are rewarded for adopting the lies about uh, the, the election and and you're punished if you don't. So the, the problem is that the in order to be a Republican in good standing these days, you have to lie. And uh, I, that's hugely problematic uh, on its face, but I think it's problematic for the future of the party as well. So uh, just ask my friends, Adam Kinzinger and Rodney Davis. Yes, exactly. Exactly right. So uh, Mark, Mark McKinnon joins us here on WMAY. So you you spend a lot of time on the Hill for, for the circuits. And if if folks haven't seen it yet, uh, if they don't get Showtime, get Showtime because it's worth it. It's it's one of the best fast paced documentary shows you could 
uh, you could imagine on news. Uh, even if you really can't stand John Heilman, you should still watch it. Um, <laughs> the, as you're in, as you're on the hill, um, you know whether it's you know with the the Stetson Stradaliner or not. Uh, what what's the difference in the Republican today? Do do they do they know they're lying? Do they care that they're lying, or or are they just or are they just doing what they have to do to to stay alive essentially? Well, I mean, the, the, the greatest sin to me is, is, is not even Trump, but it's the, it's the people who facilitate Trump and the lies who, I mean, there's some who are, uh, you know, I just think on the fringes and idiots, but they're, I, I'd say the majority of them are smarter than that. They know they're lying and it's just naked pursuit of power. Power has become a greater value to them than character or honesty or truth or true value. So it's really just a, an out and out power. Uh, uh, it, it, it's, it's just a, it's just clinging to power and they see that as the, as the route to go. And it's cynical and it's sad and it's pathetic. Uh, and yet in Republican primaries, it's still working. So here's the million dollar question that I'm asking folks today. What, what brings the Republican Party back to, I don't know that relevancy is the right word, but just a level of competency that we're not seeing out there today? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I and, a, you know, people that I know who uh, are or were in the Republican Party, you know, feel like they're on an island with Liz Cheney and, and Adam Kinzinger and other people who've been bounced out of the party. Uh, and we kind of are sitting here with. Uh, uh, you know, life rafts, uh, figuring out, trying to figure out where the future might be for the party. And uh, the, and it's pretty bleak. Uh, it's bleak, particularly when you look at the recent elections. And uh, it's pretty bleak when you think about the fact that Trump will probably run again. And I, and there's certainly a, a strong possibility he could get the nomination. So, you know, a lot of us were hoping that, that we're looking at people like, uh, the, the the recently elected governor of uh, Virginia, uh, where that that seems to be a different kind of roadmap for the Republican Party for the future, um, where you put Trump in the rearview mirror instead of on the windshield. And, uh, you know, I think the Republican Party without Trump, if you can cut that anchor off our off the ankles of the Republican Party, there's a there's a lot of potential, as the governor of Virginia just showed by winning in a strongly democratic state. So, um, but then, you know, there's, there's also scenarios where you just see you have to sort of abandon if that's where the Republican party is going to be stayed tied to Trump. Then you look at scenarios where you could have Trump nominated and Biden or, you know, some very progressive nominee of the democratic party. And then you, that creates an opening for a third party potential, I think, you know, and, and that, the third party question is is one that I think is is incredibly important, especially because there there are national figures now that could be tied to a, a third party, whether it's the Cheneys, uh, you know, or or Adam Kinzinger, who is a national figure now, or Mitt Romney, who's a national figure. Uh, there there yeah. is there is a clear group of Republicans, whether they are they are office holders or. Or there guys like us who who have worked in the arena and now kind of work on the media side. Is is there a path for a real third party 
because if you, if you think about it, there should be four. There should be the far left, the center left, the center right, and the the far right. But yeah, but we're not there. Or or there should be the you know the the far left, the crazy right, and the middle. And and I think there's huge opportunities there. I mean, people can think of a thousand reasons why it won't work, and it's not that they're not legitimate, but that but it's all looking in the you know the they're projecting based on what's happened in the past. And that's exactly what people said about, you know, that we'll never have a black president. We'll never, you know, you'll never elect a, a, a president from Manhattan who's a real estate guy. I mean, nothing happens in politics until it happens. And, uh, you know, it's a market and a response to the market. And, you know, it is still a democracy and voters have a choice. And uh, I can easily see where Republicans will say, you know, if we can't, if the Republican Party is going to be dominated for the near or distant future by Trump and Trump loyalists. And we just have to go start a new party and, and do it through a third party alternative. And I've been involved in those efforts before. I know it's difficult, but um, I think in a, in a scenario where you have Trump as the nominee and Biden as the nominee, or, or say Elizabeth Warren or somebody like that as the nominee. And we, and the, the, that's where the, most of the physics are in the democratic party. So you could have a very progressive Democratic nominee and somebody like Trump on the right. And then I think you could drive a truck through that with an independent bid. They just need money and ballot access that they do. And, and, that, listen, and that's the I, real I, trick. Yes, it is the trick. But I've, I've been through this exercise before and I'll tell you exactly what it costs or at least what it costs in 2008 it costs 30 million dollars to go create the ballot access. And that's a lot of money. But, uh, you know, it's, if you want to preserve our democracy, uh, then it's then it's worth the effort, I think. Mark McKinnon of uh, Showtime's The Circus. Uh, any uh, any news on The Circus for us uh, when you guys are coming back? When you're yeah, we'll be back in like September that? to cover the midterms. We uh, we're uh, we're losing our, our 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 other our ringmaster Alex Wagner, who's taking Rachel Maddow's place. We're we're really proud of her and happy for her success and getting that gig. And uh, so we're gonna. We're going to wind it up with the three of us, John Heilman, Jen Palmieri, and myself, and we might be rotating through some guest hosts who may have a, a more permanent slot in the future. Call me Showtime. Mark, <laughs> Mark McKinnon, thanks so much for the time, Mark. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you so much. Kick it, Art. Carry on regardless.